this is Rick and I'm Chris. And I'm Ryan. And how do you recognize, pal? Well, we draw a theme from a hat, or now a randomized list, since, yeah. you know, rip, rip the hat. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we each pick a record based on that theme. We talk about it. We review it. We, you know, just hang out. We chat. Yeah, and if we, people want to get a hold of us, maybe suggest themes or give suggestions, what do you... How can they get hold of us? Oh, we're all over. I mean, we're on Facebook at uh, Record Night. Uh, we're on Instagram at Record Night Pod. We're on X. Yeah, not Twitter X. <laughs> Whatever. You go to Twitter.com to go to X. But um, we're on there at Record underscore Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a Gmail at Record Night Pod at Gmail.com. Um, we don't have a Threads. We don't have a TikTok. Oh, we don't have a something mammoth. Oh, we don't have a true don't... social either. Mm-mm, no, we don't <laughs> no. have a YouTube channel. Oh, we do have a YouTube channel, but it. Uh, but I don't. I, I forget how I work it. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like uh, the the hosting site I use for the podcast. It 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 goes somewhere in the record night, uh, somewhere on uh, YouTube. But I just it says it's uploading, but I can't find it. But. Mm. Uh, Maybe we should do that. A lot of people say they listen to shit only through YouTube, which is weird to me. But, you know, whatever. Well, if uh, if you're out there listening to us on YouTube or anywhere else, please reach out to us and tell us how mm-hmm. we can find our own YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> man. Uh, man. Uh, what's, our, what's our theme today? Uh, I, can't, I think it's let's have a rap session. Yeah, I put section for some reason up here, Bob. Yeah, yeah. I, I also just put, when I was taking notes, I was like, I forget what it is. Is it is it Let's Rap? I don't, <laughs> that's a rap. Yeah, but it's a it's it's a hip-hop episode. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, which which I think is pretty good when we do these, like, genre episodes. Because I, yeah. our, sometimes our show kind of turns into, you know, the, the rock and roll show. Yeah. Starring Chris and Ryan. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, and that, that, I think that's what I've heard the most complaints about from people that I know that listen to. It. It's like you guys just sort of stay in your own wheelhouse, and I'm like, this is true. <laughs> so well, um, it's not to say we haven't done rap or hip hop records before. We've done jazz records. Mm-hmm. Weird. We've done a country record. Oh yeah, we have done a country record. So uh, the, the, you know the Ween record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's a little cheating, but um, yeah, just a little bit. But um, uh, you know, we're not. We're not completely opposed to any of this, just for whatever reason. We don't pick them for a lot of our themes. Yeah, and I gotta be honest, guys. I, uh, I'm not acting like I'm gonna be in here and be the nerd person. I don't know a lot about hip hop. I don't. Mm. But there are uh, in the past five, six years, I've gotten into some stuff that I think is super interesting. And uh, on brand for the show, the, both stuff me you're picked, you won't find on. Uh, on the radio at all. <laughs> like, uh, I've never heard Dell on the radio. I've never heard uh, Billy Woods on the radio. Um, well, maybe and, maybe we have to go back to the year 2000. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I'd actually yeah, have to go search the the Vibe 95, whatever. And right. Search the, the playlist <laughs> and then see if, see if Deltron, the 3030 show up on there. But um, oh, I'm, giving, I'm tipping my hand. Uh-oh. Uh, so what did, what did you pick? What was your uh, I brought Deltron Thirty Thirty by Deltron Thirty Thirty. Nice. I, I yeah, I picked Billy Woods and Kenny Seagull's uh, maps. Right. Uh, it's their newest record. Which so it, there's a twenty three year difference between 
uh, what you and I picked. So yep, <laughs> and you, it's kind of apparent. Like I think when you when you hear them both, you're like, yeah, that sounds like they're, they're different. Like the that sounds like there's a generational gap there. Yeah, for sure. But it is but, cool. I'm just I'm just thinking about it now. We both picked albums that are, um, they're like uh, collab albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they are. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a good good, good, good look. Good looking out, but I didn't really think about that. <laughs> yeah, they are. Cause, uh, uh, so I, I guess I can get in, in just to my the record, right? I like to tell people who Billy Woods is and mm-hmm. the producer, Kenny Seagal. So Billy Woods, he's an American rapper based in New York. He's been like, uh, he started like in the early 2000s. He was in a group called Arm and Hammer with a, uh, fuck, I'm, I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel so bad for if you get the other dude's name. Hold on one second. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Not the yeah. not the cannibal guy. The uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was with, it was with um, it was yeah. Now Billy Woods, you you did a it was Arm Hammer with Elucid, who's shows up a little bit on this record too, uh, mm-hmm. but this is his second um, collaboration with Kenny Seagal. Kenny Seagal, he's a um, he's a producer, and he did a a previous record with a uh, with Billy Woods called a uh, Church. No, I'm sorry, not Church. Hiding places in 2019, and that's sort of when everyone sort of started to notice Billy Woods and this case of all. Like, that was when people started really noticed it. Case of mm-hmm. also known as Syndicate, with a with a K I T at the end, um, <laughs> because that's how you, when you're cool DJ, you gotta spell something, you gotta say something. Is a spelled a weird. Um, and Kenny Seagal, he's he's producer. He, he has he has he has a bunch of studio albums, but but mostly with other people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so he does a bunch of, it, he plays drum and bass, that sort of, like, not that type of music, not drum and bass, but he, he does some cool shit, and um, it it works so well in Hiding Places, they decided to do a, a last record that came out this year called Maps. Um, Billy Woods, if you ever see him in a photo, you will his face will be either blacked out or blurred out, or he'll be covering it, and the only thing you really see on any sort of photography of him is um his eyes or oh, his nose or his mouth. Uh, when you see him live, obviously you see him, right? <laughs> but, mm. um, but any sort of uh, any sort of photos, you don't you can't recognize him, right? And this also goes for um, except for this newest record. Before that, he wouldn't release any singles for any of the stuff. It just come out, right? Right. And that, that's what you got is what you got. And Billy Woods, he. He obviously, like, this whole sort of scene is also like they're really loving on MF Doom, you know, rest in peace, MF Doom. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that sort of scene is where I've been, what I've been listening to recently. I've been listening to MF Doom, I've been mm. listening to Mad Villainy, I've been listening to uh, The Injury Reserve, I've been listening to stuff like that recently because that stuff's the most interesting to me recently. Yeah. I could go back, I probably should. Um, but I'm sticking recent because that's right. that's, what I'm, that's what I'm listening to right now. That's all. Anyway, um, Billy Woods, uh, this record came out. Maps. I don't want to see too much about it. We'll talk a bunch about it when it comes on when we when we get to it. But I do have a sampler for this. One. It's a little long one though. That's but, right. Um, My, mine's you, also pretty long. But Billy Woods, uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's been active since 2002, and he's just now starting to get up in there. Because yeah, this is underground shit I don't want to see that this is alternative shit mm-hmm. that you want to hear you'll hear everywhere else but but the radio right. so here is <laughs> here's Billy Woods maps 
Fire trap is the only exit where I'm standing. Cold lamping. Bad style, got one eye on them guys, the other on a crumbling mansion. If it's gonna get gentrified, I'm not trying to leave it empty handed. First flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on, you know how I feel. First flying high, you know how I feel. Every victory, Ferric. Every, every live show, forget the lyric. Every victory, Ferric. Every live show, forget the lyric. Colorful packaging, pack them in. Fly like gold on Africans. Cover my tracks with backronyms. If the track slaps in the back, you can almost hear the black cackling. So much tape hits, FBI agents narrowed their eyes, frustrated, asking to be reassigned. Been on this N word for months. I think it's all just rhymes. King's ransoms, it ain't no rise, it's free. Half sleep, the halo, dead on my feet. Monsoon love, oxytocin flood, red mud ran out the hills like blood, glistening. Yo, stiffs with the blends to celebrate the new wave. Hope a host ain't got himself a 12 game, not a cotton. I lie down like V.I. Lennon. People don't want the truth, they want me to tell them grandma went to heaven. Sooner or later, it's gonna be two unrelated active shooters. Same place, same time, great minds, Tesla and Edison. Tell them drive through like 20 piece nuggets. Broke like the ice cream machine. Paper and pencil, I wrote the verse like hangman. No need to ask who sent you, it's always just a question of when. An ill wind in the trees, sapling. MDN, BM, fool, my ox pass each other, coming and leaving. My fuss steaming, oxtail and lemongrass steak still bleeding. Cocktails. Spit the off all the backwoods, cracked up, jumpstart the rapture. In all candor, I got one foot in your grave. Light work by lantern, I still call it shovel and spade. Giant panda, big grass all in my face. Walking with the panda. Lemon in our breakfast, ticking, weave, tuck and roll. I can't take you with me, but I'll be on your phone. You can take it. I don't go to sleep, I tread water till I sink. Traded some to the neighbor for fresh bread. I say I'm at peace, but it's still that same dread. I was high all day. The nose is pines all in turpentine, but the taste remind me of Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not another brick in the wall. Yeah. Easy in the disc, man. Two grams in the wood, toss it in the canal if it starts to canoe. Sometimes I don't tell anyone I'm back around. Just lay low, crack a fresh pound. The cat missed me the most, purring loud on my lap. Tear streak, apologies, bald fist. It's a trip that this is something we did. I kiss her on the lips. I watch her grow, wondering how long I got to live. So that's just a sampler of Billy Woods, um, Anthony Seagal's maps. Man, uh, so I got turned on to this a couple month and a half ago, um, and I've been listening to it pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long ago did this come out? Uh, fuck, man. Hold on, one second. It came out this year. It's like but, a month uh, and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, uh, fuck, man. What, what did you think of this? Like, just the overall, overall view before you get deep into it. Oh, I really liked it. I, yeah. uh, I didn't quite know what to expect because mm-hmm. it's pretty rare that you or either of us hand each other something that we've just like never heard of. Okay. Um, and so this is came out by May fifth. So okay, yes, yeah, so that really wasn't that long <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, but I I really liked it. It it felt really. You mentioned MF Doom, 
Mm-hmm. And it felt a lot like that, kind of like that off-kilter rapping that's not like... It's not really like beholden to the beat, I yeah, guess. Yeah, which, which, which I thought was so interesting. Hearing mm-hmm. this, like, like we, brought, we each brought something so different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dell's all about the beat. And this one's just sort of like... He, Billy sort of dances around it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, 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 and there's some songs that don't have percussion at all. Like, right. Like, he's yeah. just, he, and the, the lyrics are, they're all really interesting, but they're like, they're like vague and kind of like esoteric. And like, there's like a lot of like references I wasn't getting. Like, it's a lot of work to kind of just figure out what he's trying to say, but not in a, not in a bad way. In like, he's, a, he, like but I he, really want to pull this album apart and like dig into it. He's also saying a lot, like mm. like like. Uh, I mean, uh, I've heard people say that they listen to Billy Wood's records for the first time with a with their finger on the pause and rewind button. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, I there are so many lines in this. I just I I wanted to put them all in the sample, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. I, I as I was doing notes for this, I'd always write down a line and I make sure this goes in the sample. This goes in the sample. There are plenty of songs in here where there are five things I want to put in. Like, right, the sampler can only be so long, and you're putting you know the whole album on here. Yeah, you and I, we, I mean, you know, you know me, I'm big on lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. That's like something that's really important to me, and I think with with hip hop especially, it's super important too. Oh yeah. Uh, and so having having this going on us, it's it's gonna be a trip. Yeah. <laughs> to, and. In general, I thought the, I guess, like, the song structures were really interesting. Like, they felt mm-hmm. like, I guess, like, snapshots. Like, they don't seem mm-hmm. to really, like, progress in a linear way. It's just kind of like, here's the beat, I'm saying stuff over it. And they're, like, it's not changing very much, but then also the songs are, like, two minutes long. So yeah. it's like, you so, really just get these, like, small, like, snapshots of an idea that they don't really, yeah, like, overstay and- their welcome or repeat themselves very often. Now, it's super, not super apparent, but this is sort of a concept record, right? Um, mm-hmm. Maps, you know, it's about travel. It's about traveling or where you're going to go. And it, it will get, it ends in being back home in New York. But, but that's, that's what, with this, this was written right after uh, COVID restrictions were lifted and touring just ramped back up again, mm-hmm. right? Which is interesting because we've been all these quarantine records and this is about getting out of that. Right, know? exactly. Yeah, and so having this here coming out in May, I, I can't imagine how long. I, I do know that Billy recorded a bunch of verses. Most of them, two-thirds are on the road is when he did them. Oh, really? The verses, yeah, and then a couple of you like, just at home and then in L.A., which, God, I can't imagine traveling as much as they do. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, we we can go this by track by track now because I, I can't wait to talk more about this. Yeah. So uh, Kenwood speakers is like it's the first song. It's a minute twenty two seconds. Um, yeah, super short. Yeah, and I, it's it's hard to to know what to, to make of it when starting with this. Like, is this an intro track? Like, I guess it's an intro track, right? I guess the best way to put it. Um, like for example, the first line is, "Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow, but I got time today," which mm-hmm. hey, he's leaving, right? Right. <laughs> Um, I found a lot of this stuff really funny. Oh yeah, there's a lot of really funny was, stuff. I think you put something in the sampler with like something about a broken ice cream machine and twenty piece chicken nuggets. Yeah, and- yeah it, 
yeah, we'll get to that because I fucking love Danny Brown. But um, yeah, uh, th- this first track is it's basically just like he's leaving town for the little bit. Talks about uh, he's talking about <laughs> the Crow Mansion. If, it, if it's gonna get gentrified, I'm not trying to leave it handed. Blue-eyed White Walkers in King's Landing. Just talking about like the changing city and uh, right. the the people that want to fuck it up. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, I really like the beat i think this one shows off really well what uh kenny seagal mm. does like it's it's kind of like glitchy it's all over the place and it's like always changing like stuff's mm-hmm. being kind of like dropped out or added in over like the same drum beat or... but that's what i loved about this actually is that kenny seagal's production works at one when it keeps the music and the interesting as well it's not just the same beat over exactly. and over it's, it's always moving you know mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what you need if you're going to do a collaboration with a producer is like yeah. make sure they're actually doing something interesting. Yeah. Ugh, it's it's so good. Um <laughs> so, but this this going into this what I got also is that it's about him moving into these neighbors who are really like hoity toity and then he moves in at the end of his I hit it found him in the morning hoes run for run from the exhaust pipe after talking about having dinner with these neighbors. Mm-hmm. So, which, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's Ken with Speakers. And it's, it's also kind of like, uh, it's, it's the name of it, Kenwood Speakers. Like, you got, you know, Ken and then Wood, you know, mm-hmm. Kenny and Billy Wood. So, that's, it's sort of just talking about it. <laughs> there <laughs> like, are here's Kenwood a, Speakers, though. Yeah, they're speaking in this song, the first one, Kenwood Speakers. Uh, you went with the soft landing? Yeah. So I like the um it's got this like layer of like laid back guitar, um, mm-hmm. which sounds nice, and then like a really heavy distorted beat comes in. God damn, it's amazing. And it's so it's, cool. Yeah, like I, 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 my mouth is a game every time I heard something crazy come up with this because there's all kinds of stuff that was something just comes in, you're like, fuck. Like mm-hmm. like in the way that the first time you hear that uh, that first song off uh, Paramilitary by uh, Death Grips, you know? Oh, yeah, Ex-Military. And then it comes in like that. I had mm-hmm. that sort of feeling uh, several times throughout this thing. Uh, and th- this one is a little less opaque when it comes to about, well, it's the chorus. Birds flying high, you know, I feel just basically just flying in the sky. <laughs> right, and kind of like yeah. being like lost in your thoughts while you're mm-hmm. looking down on every on like the world, basically. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I like the mixing in of like the pilot recordings and all that. Oh yeah, 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 dude. Ooh. A <laughs> lot of it was like really immersive, like with how moody the the soundtrack was. Mm-hmm. Um, this you know this one incorporating uh, the recordings and stuff like that. It just a, a lot of it kind of felt like you were like there, existing kind of in the same headspace. Yeah, and there's not really a story, you know. What I mean, like it's mm-hmm. no, you're just. You're just there. It's a snapshot, like you said. But there's so many things that 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 are informing your vision, of how it's built, right? So you this space, and he adds all these things that uh, ornament that that headspace he's in mm-hmm. while listening to, while listening to these songs. Uh, even with like stuff, we don't want to waste the space the previous regime gave us, like with signs <laughs> lines like signs lines like that. Just man, so fucking good. <laughs> but like, yeah. I mean, I, I, as I started getting this record, my notes became more numerous. But right now, I just I just break down things that's so cool. You know, I feel and 
traveling because again he talks about comedy drinks talks about flying high he talks about uh well uh, almost every one of the songs talk about the the way the world is shitty <laughs> like like right. for example um he was talking about uh it could be new according to with the, uh, with an earthquake the worst people will go out, will go out the rubble maybe suicidal thoughts was in the everyday struggle fuck man <laughs> so good um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and like you're talking about the land unfold brown and green, it's like a quiet puzzle. Before we take off, I call and say I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just fuck. <laughs> I just I, I I enjoy listening to it over and over again because I was pretty I was I've listened to it so like so times before, but this is one where I get to listen to it over and over again. Oh yeah, I was really actually really into that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in the last five days, I listened to this record and Deltron Thirty Thirty at least ten times. Oh damn! Yeah, peace. Because I, I, I was worried I wouldn't be prepared. That's yeah, right. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, when uh, when I first started listening to this one, then I was like, oh my god, these lyrics are like dense. Like I'm gonna have to like <laughs> really sit down and figure these out. Yeah, because that that's what we do. And man, I don't think there's enough time in this episode to crack every uh, little morsel of knowledge mm-hmm. Billy Woods drops on us. No, yeah, exactly. not a chance. We're going to have to talk about these in very vague terms, to be mm-hmm. honest. We're, you guys, we're doing the best we can, people. Yeah. We're trying. You guys need, <laughs> but you guys need to listen to this shit. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, that I, I was, can say. That was amazing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, I was reading reviews, because that's what I do, and there's this one guy who said that, that Billy Woods is a genius. I'm not disagreeing, because this thing's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, this the lyrics along with Kenny Seagulls, it just fits so well, you know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I was going upstairs yesterday after listening to this one more time after the notes, and uh, I sat, I laid down on the couch, uh, and I just I was done for the night, and Lee was like, "Hey, film." I was like, "Fuck that record is so fucking good." Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "What record?" I'm like, "The Woods of Kenny Seagulls match is amazing." <laughs> and, uh, she's like, "Cool." <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's move on to uh, to uh, sound check. Which this song is awesome. Mm-hmm. Right, this one's like the the music and the the rapping are so like off kilter. Like it it feels so off balance in a really cool way. It's almost like kind of like a. It's kind of like, it's it's kind of like his spoken word in that aspect a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like like but you also tell he's trying to be a little bit on the beat. But what I, what I love about this song is it's talking about being at the venue one night and not not wanting to be there till you have to, you know? Right, yeah, like, you know, this one felt a little, like, you know, they want to explore. Like, they're in mm-hmm. a new place, and it's exciting, and they don't want to, uh, I guess, essentially go to work Yeah. and go do the same thing they do every night in every city. It's like they want to experience the the, the, that's the place they're in. Yeah, like, for example, Okuri Spooner such one establishment. Also, I want to mention how much I love. They mention all types of food in this record. Yeah. Like, like uh, he's really in the uh, in the in the Chinese or Vietnamese or whatever he's mentioning. There's lots of things that make me hungry while listening to this. Mm-hmm. But again, it's also about traveling. When you travel, uh, half the fun is eating that local cuisine. Exactly. Uh, uh, Although I couldn't it. quite tell on this one if he was like excited about the local cuisine because he didn't describe it like super well. He did not, <laughs> uh, but you know it still has kind of its own charm. Like he, you get you get to experience this city's shitty food, yeah, which is different also, than my city's shitty food. 
you talking about smoking weed? Because that's what he. I mean, mm-hmm. is it a, is it a cool record? Uh, dude, just talking about smoking weed during it. I mentioned it several times during this. Um, this is a feature from a uh, Kel Chris on it, who I yeah, really Kel- like. Yeah. I if see. you haven't, I I know you're in like a, a listening to to rap mood, but check out his album. The name's really weird. I can't remember what it is. It's something along the lines like "I like me." I wish I could be him all the time. <laughs> okay. Something something along those lines. It's really good. Okay, I'll check it out. That definitely. In fact, I'm gonna look it up uh, real quick so I can get the name right for you. Yeah, um, um, I, I, I was I was spent a lot of time trying to figure out what at every victory for every live show forget the lyric. I'm not quite sure what that means. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently, it's from uh, an Armin Hammer track back in 2018. Like, so whatever. <laughs> it's called from a song called Rehearse with Ornette which I guess that's talking about Ornette Coleman because that's a picture of her but yeah mm. but uh, I was uh, I was really really impressed with this song sound checks uh, at this point uh, this is this when I got to it was the first time this is my favorite song but that changes uh, all the time now oh all yeah the time. yeah I can see it like there's just so much here in each track that it's mm-hmm. I think it is pretty hard I, I think I did eventually settle on a favorite which we'll get to um, it. Anyway, it's called <laughs> the Kel Chris album. Is being you is great. I wish I could be you more often. Mm, interesting. That's that changes it up all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of sort of uh, uh, when it comes to talk like how different these these verses are. Like, cause you get sort of you get Billy Woods, and I can understand getting a little too much of Billy Woods, but you have the guest feature, mm-hmm. and I really think the guest features in this really make this thing move. You know, yeah, like, and like the placement of them is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I feel like a lot of songs that have features on it, it's a lot of like, okay, you're gonna do the third verse, or you're gonna do you're gonna do something here. This is like, okay, you're gonna do the chorus, and that's or you that's need all to yell something out at some point, like yeah, <laughs> or on uh, one of them, like the guest verse opens the track. Mm-hmm. And it's like almost like a solid two minutes before Billy Woods comes in, and it's like okay, like yeah, yeah you're at, you're, and, you're seeding that, that that intro to him. They, yeah. good good on you, pal. <laughs> and I feel like the the lyrical content matches with what uh like what the song's about. So I do feel yeah, like which, there are a lot of features where it's just like yeah, I wrote a, I wrote some stuff, and it's like I wrote it to the beat, but it's like the the lyrical themes don't really coalesce in a nice way. And that, yeah, like these, these, these second verses you follow up straight up, like with the, like with the theme of the song, I guess. Mm. Like, because like you said, uh, there are plenty of guest stuff I heard where I'm like, Oh, they just wrote something and put it on this track for some reason. Like, I think I heard that a lot in that Lincoln Park record. We did a fucking, Oh yeah. Shit record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. God damn, dude! People, people get mad when you talk shit on the record too. That like, I, like I hated it, and we were like, "What? Like you didn't like him?" Like, no. And then they're like, "Well, Chester." I'm like, "Yeah, he didn't write any of that shit." Yeah, he like, barely most did it. anything on yeah, it. It's like, he, yeah, I get that. That was you know his last one, and it does kind of have you know that going for it. But mm-hmm. I'm judging it as an album, not as you yeah. know something else. But anyway, we're not ta- rapper yeah, we're weed. not. We're talking about maps. Yeah, rapper <laughs> yeah. weed, which uh, which is about smoking weed. <laughs> like, like it's like about the- it's about a day in L.A. Okay. Um, oh yeah. 
yeah. which which I like. There, there was funny lines here. The because a lot of this is like he's talking about going to like dispensaries and different yeah, and sites, also, kind of around LA. But yeah, he the, also he also talks about um one of the things he talked about is delivery via Zoof. Talking about DoorDash and like yep. and like you know, everyone knows that when you uh, when you order from DoorDash, it sounds like a good deal. But then when that delivery fee and that tick comes in, you're like, man, I paid like twice of what I would have paid. Yep. Uh, plus, plus it's more expensive here. Like I'm in LA, so all this 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 song is very relatable. Yeah. But uh, he's talking about going to a dispensary. He's uh, what is it? Weed lube, weed butter. Don't get them confused. <laughs> um, he he mentions a Nike store that doesn't sell shoes. Oh yeah. I live by that Nike store. Oh, so what do they sell? Like Nike clothes. That's weird, though, right? That's different fucking... branded things. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> but I really like this set of lines. He's talking about like what dispensaries are like, and he's like celebrity pre rolls in a monogram tube, corked, uh, crushed velvet in a box, embossed. Uh, had to find tweezers and a corkscrew. After all that, of course, the shit garbage. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure that's true. Uh, oh yeah, you know, I mean. I, they're just throwing their name on it, and it's yeah. And you're paying a bunch of money for the special packaging for just oh. garbage. Snoop does that a lot with liquor, like 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 a, his uh, this, uh, his wine's pretty good. Missy, I, I went Missy's next to me in my discount liquor store. This right next to me, mm-hmm. they have this probably twenty year old thing in the window of Snoop with some uh, with some malt liquor, and I, I I couldn't even find it, but but like I, I go around the store, I'm like, oh, he's selling that wine now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I, I'm not gonna f- shit on them for making money when they're like, "Hey, you want thirty thousand dollars to be in an ad campaign?" Yeah, yeah. It's like we'll pay we'll pay for your likeness for our decent <laughs> wine. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you live in LA, so you there's weed stores pretty good, like all around, right? Oh, well, everywhere. Not like, I think he yeah, mentions everywhere. in the song just how many are around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And or, so, I mean, that's like uh, that's a big. A, a big part of it, but I think there's like four within walking distance of me. <laughs> so, uh, I, I was in Missouri Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. I was getting ice cream. Why not? Betty race. Oh, uh, and stuff. so, yeah, and it was a line. I was sweating like crazy, but whatever. Uh, Cause like the hit, the no hair thing makes me sweat more. I don't know why. Like, I guess there's no hair to catch it. Yeah. You know? I think that's it. So you're sweating just like, the uh, same amount. Yeah. It's only it's same, but stopping it. Coming, I'm rolling down my back and shit. But um, we uh, I was there. there I, I about four separate times. I just had this big giant, just fucking puff of weed smell. Like like, because mm-hmm. no one cares anymore because it's illegal in Missouri, you know. Uh, and whatever, man. Like cool, I guess. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like old guy because I smoke too. But like, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's this. 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 You know, rapper weed. This what this whole song is about living in LA and smoking weed and all this weed that's there. And it's the funniest fuck song. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the funnier ones on here. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's one of the few ones where I don't feel like um, the world's about to end. You know, mm-hmm. it's not as grim. It's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Blue Smoke, dude. Uh, um, I like Blue Smoke. It gets really free jazzy. jazzy. Yeah, free jazz. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Uh, I think is a good kind of like, it, uh, like a reference to kind of just like how the music sounds. Like a lot of this is very kind of like free jazzy sounding. 
Yeah, and there's a verse, and a lot of times there's no like chorus or anything, and no hook really, mm-hmm. which I I'm all about no hooking. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's half what I listen to. But this line, this song has the funniest line I think I heard in, the, in this whole record to me. Which one? Um, he goes, um, electric fence, big ass satellite dish pointing at the sky. So much tapest. FBI agents narrowed their eyes. First, should ask me your sign. Been in the same word for months. I think it's all just rhymes. <laughs> Where you know it's. It's it's hilarious, like, and I, I I don't know if this one really has a narrative at all. Again, it's just a lot of shit talking, and not shit talking, a lot of talkings about stuff that's not related to perhaps the next line or, or whatever. Except mm-hmm. for that part I just mentioned. But I think it is <laughs> referencing cars because blue smoke comes out of your exhaust tank when you're burning oil. Mm. That's good. Now you know. Yeah. Speaking of the cars, I had the car trouble. I may have mentioned it to you. It's mm-hmm. it's it's fixed now, but guys, I want you to know I've changed a million batteries. Don't don't shit on me for not being able to change this one battery in the car, new car. Because <laughs> I I took it. I, I was getting my old change and I had a new battery because I was getting like like a battery light. They fixed it, but but these five dudes stood around my car for 15 minutes trying to figure out how to change my battery at Valvoline. Oh God. Yeah, so like they come up there. So one guy he's sort of there, you see, scratch his head. And so that comes up there, start scratching his head, and three other dudes like, "What are you trying to do? Like, get the battery off?" I'm like, I don't know, man, try it. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, "Great, my ticket's a mechanic, but it's done now." Uh, and there was no boarding oil. I don't know. I talked to him anyway. That's what we do. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we smoke's a fun song. It's free jazzy. It's weird, mm-hmm. and it's, it's short. one of my it's favorites on here. Oh yeah, it's a minute and a half too. Yeah, super and, short. Which you think would be a there's no skits on this, which, I mean, the short songs I guess could be skits. I don't know, right? Maybe. I mean, you don't necessarily need them. I feel well, mine has some on it. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they add to it. Sometimes they don't. I feel like there was a time, from like the '90s until I don't know when it ended, but a lot of like rap albums thought you needed skits on it, and yeah, a lot of it's if- just kind of like, I don't know if it's meant to like. I don't know, give you like a little bit of a rest, break up the monotony of the music or something, but it's, it adds a lot of length to these albums. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is 22 tracks. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was, I had a few friends that were in Eminem uh, growing up, and so they'd have the record on, and there'd be like five or six skits in this thing. I haven't listened to Eminem in a long time. I wouldn't put that ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But, uh, like, uh, I don't know if his new shit has skits in it, you know? Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, was it a fad? I don't know. But, yeah, let's move on to Bad Dreams <laughs> or Only Dreams. Uh, another jazzy one uh, that yeah, does something mi- interesting if- where, it, like, it cuts the loop off halfway through a note. Yeah. And starts over, so it's really jarring. Yeah, and cool, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also is shorter than the previous song, uh, Minute and Ten. Uh, it, it does kind of feel like they're almost connected. Like, yeah. There are a couple times on here where it's just like a track just goes straight into the next track. Yeah. And but this it's a one, different thought, so maybe they just cut it off. And like, this one is way up, straight up just, just about dreaming. Because there's all kinds of weird shit in here. Like, um, like uh, with my skull, top off delicate, bone china cha- chafing dish, fucking uh, <laughs> uh, hours, and, hours and wristwatch bust down dancing in the piece. Like, yeah, that to mm-hmm. me, this is about dreaming. 
yeah jet-lag. i think it's yeah dream it's like kind of like your thoughts and feelings while you're on jet while you're jet lagged like it's yeah. all very on a, on a like, plane yeah <laughs> on so he's probably a, like apparently. super tired partially like hallucinating yeah I'm, I'm really not looking forward to that long flight you know uh we do have those tickets in new zealand mm-hmm. and as much as i enjoy traveling that 13 hour flight is fucking it's it's purgatory it's it's oh, like I'm so sure. and you know there's something she's like oh i could do it you know i could definitely keep myself entertained for that long i got books and and movies and oh, hold on one second honey mm-hmm. stop it <laughs> sorry so my cut she's being cute whatever um no not cute that squeaking is insane uh, but um <laughs> Yeah, you got books and you got movies and you have like uh, your switch with and you think, oh, there's no way I get bored and you get bored no matter what, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you get uncomfortable sitting in a chair because yeah, I get, like, I, I could I, probably I, sit on my couch for 13 hours. Oh but yeah, my I could couch is comfortable. That. Yeah, and you're not stuck in a seat like where where this dude next to you is either like he's got bo uh, or no, that haven't happened yet. There's one guy we immediately were flying back from Thailand. Mm-hmm. He had he he balled up in his seat and he took a blanket and he. St- Shaped it on top of himself and then tucked it under his knees, and he was like that the the whole fucking ride there. Oh my god! Like, yeah, and I was like, me and Leah were pretty jealous of this guy being able to do that because he was asleep the whole time. So jealous. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking like, how do I get an ambient or something just to fall asleep? Because mm-hmm. I can't sleep on planes. It's it's damn near impossible. I didn't stay like sleep. I'm laying there breathing, my eyes closed, and I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? Right? Yeah, yeah. But and I fall asleep on the couch before just standing. And I'm like, how am I going to be able to do that again? Like, teach me that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, jet lag. <laughs> uh, this song. Uh, uh, but yeah, this song. Uh, yeah, bad, bad dreams, dreams are only dreams. Real quick, have you? what's the longest flight you've been on so far, you think, in your life? Oh, not long. Probably from, like, San Diego to Rhode Island. Well, oh, that was, like, what, seven, eight hours? S- seven or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. After a, t- a, t- a term when, when you're over, oh, like... I, I don't want to sit next to the window when you're crossing any sort of ocean mm-hmm. uh, because it, it fucking, it freaks me out. Right. Um, and so uh, every seat I've gotten has been an aisle or, or middle seat. And so we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, good luck. Thank you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Babylon uh, by bus. Babylon by bus. Um, I like this one because every time like a verse happens, they change up what the music's doing. Oh yeah, this this has a really cool progression when it comes to the the way that it evolves the track itself. Mm-hmm. It's like the guests show up and it gets this crazy like sinister edge to it. Oh dude, I love that part of it. That's part of my favorite part of the song is when the guests show up, which mm-hmm. is which is cool because it like, it does change it. It just yeah, and you're like oh, yeah, because <laughs> like yeah. Billy Woods does the first verse and it sounds kind of like a lot of what the album's already doing. Mm-hmm. Um, guests show up, gets this crazy sinister edge to it, and then. Um, he shows he does more stuff at the end and like it like a choir and an orchestra are introduced and it's all the drum beats still the same and consistent but like so much changes with just like the uh, the palette of instruments they're using yeah and it's now when it comes to uh the the curly castro and prim rocks verse not really related to the rest of the song um even though it's I think it just as long as Billy Wood stuff, at least the first part. But again, it's just it's just stuff here. Like for example, uh, Billy Woods will say stuff like "Monster Glove," "Oxytocin Flood," "Red One Ran Out of Like Blood," which mm-hmm. is the core, cool, cool rhyme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 
And over here, these guys are talking about like fucking uh, Dirk Nowitzki, who's a, a player for the a baseball basketball player for Dallas Mavericks, which I heard all about that dude when I lived in Dallas all the time about Dirk. <laughs> Dirk do this, Dirk do that. Um, yeah, but I, I, this is like Constellation Funk. Bad meanings viewed through the roof tent. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I, this song's alright. I, yeah, I, 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 I was more about the music in this actually this track I was hoping like they would have I, I, I mean I like all of it um, but I was wondering if they have like a just like a, a instrumental version of this you know mm-hmm. which is case ago that'd be cool yeah um, yeah but yeah, they mentioned they mentioned stuff like you know Vladimir Lenin you know you know Perestroika or whatever um, <laughs> and uh, yeah just cool stuff in here uh, it's a cool record, a cool song, cool track, whatever. Yep, all of those um, things are correct. It is a cool yeah. song, record, and a track. You want to talk about Year Zero? Yeah, reference to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, one hundred percent is, um, which is crazy, because uh, mm-hmm. in uh, and Danny Brown's in this, and Danny Brown's record, uh, uh, the Downward Spiral, they get his name from that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. So uh yeah this one this one was cool um this is where I kind of started to notice like oh there's just no time between songs like songs <laughs> don't like fade out oh, yeah. there's no yeah. there's yeah. like no pause it's just like okay boom songs over started and you're like uh yeah. what <laughs> oh yeah it's like snapshots like you're saying like boom nothing like no sort of I mean, and it's not saying that the the record doesn't have a a trajectory but you're not getting any sort of interstitial it's just boom next song here we go yeah um, we're going this one has probably one of my favorite my favorite lines in this. Uh, I wonder if it's thing. the same one as my favorite line. What's your favorite line? Mine is uh, "Apes didn't walked into the future." March of progress. Uh, end. I can't read my own handwriting. End. Hunch, hunchbacked in front of the computer. See, my one's read that sooner or later it's going to be two unrelated active shooters, same place, same time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which hey. Uh, but yeah, there's the, that first. This for a whole verse is fucking like spot on, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my favorite Billy Woods comment. This is a really funny Danny Brown line. This and when Danny Brown shows up, dude, I fucking love Danny Brown. I and I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't like. I don't know if you've heard his "Scaring the Hose" with Mm-mm. the JP Mafia. I haven't heard the newest one, dude. You gotta hear it. It's it's. It's industrial hip hop. It's oh, it's noisy and cool. And Danny Brown, just him, his energy. He's just shrieking and shit. It's amazing. <laughs> um, this one was but, kind of. Uh, I wrote down. I didn't know how else to describe the beat, but I wrote it as like a cyberpunk type beat. Like, I feel like the backing track would be in like a montage shot of like some cyberpunk city. Yeah, it's 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 got some uh, strip electronics in it. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite part of Danny Brown, and he says a ton of shit, a bunch of wild shit that he says. But the one that I think that made me laugh the most is uh, it says, Trolling drive through like 20 piece nuggets, broke like the ice cream machine, which I don't know if you've ever had a, a shitty McDonald's next to you and you mm-hmm. try ice cream for them, it's always fucking broken. Oh, ne- yeah. Never. Now, I did used to have a McDonald's machine that I would get dipped cones from. And that was awesome because they actually had an ice cream machine that worked. But he's talking about the, broke, uh, the, ice, the McDonald's next to me now. Fucking never can get for you from there ever. <laughs> I I saw a, a conspiracy video online that was explaining why their machine 
uh, ice cream machines were always broken. And it's basically, there's a company that makes the ice cream machines that they purposefully make it uh, complicated and impossible for someone to, like, troubleshoot and fix. You got to call the technician Uh to come down, and they have to pay them. But, like, (laughs) the, uh, I think the company is, like, owned by McDonald's or something um, (laughs) that comes out and fixes it. So it's, like, a way for them to get more money from, like, franchise people or something. It's it's like an hour long video. I'll have to send it to you. Um, is it like super conspiracy theory? Like when the reptilians that made this machine? No, no, no. That that's as conspiracy as it gets. Is what I just okay, told well, you. I'm, yeah, yeah. Send it to me because I'll I'll fucking watch that shit. It's not like a an I want ice cream to alt right pipeline or anything. It's just okay. some guy who's like I looked into this and. <laughs> am, am I gonna want ice cream after this? Probably. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm drinking beer, so I'm not leaving the house. Whatever. Right. <laughs> um, Hangman. Doordash it. Yeah. Well, I'll see. Let's let me do that. Um, <laughs> like for example, like uh, there's been stuff I've wanted. She's like, you can Doordash it, but it's gonna be money. I'm like, but we have enough to do this. Or whatever. Um, <laughs> Hangman. Uh, Hangman was an interesting one because it's... actually wrote down, what I wrote down at the beginning is Kenny Seagal's the shit. <laughs> like, yeah. This this one I think he's really flexing on. Uh-huh. Um, because it's cool. They can make two kind of like slower songs. Usually the ones that have, I struggle keeping my attention with. Uh, they did two slow songs in a row, and they're both amazing. Yeah. Um, but there's a part during like the last two lines of the verse where this like low trombone sound comes in, and it sounds and it, insane. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's when I was like, oh, this is why fucking Bikini uh, Seagal is shit because the part where you might be losing interest he just brings you back in with that trombone mm-hmm. or, 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 or yeah, assuages you or soothes you in some way because this song is killer yeah uh, there's just lots uh, of cool instruments in this song like they're hidden in there and I'm really glad yeah. I was listening to it on like nice headphones so yeah, yeah. Like, you could hear everything and it's so cool so creative yeah, yeah uh, I love the line in here like a uh, Hindu Kush just seeks surrounded by thuggers Chasing dragon on the sheets and flying carpets out this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, of course, there's a chorus, kind of, uh, where it says, No wind in the trees, saplings bend, uh, which th- that's from an old ass movie, No Wind. They talk about that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, No Wind is, oh, whatever. It's also from a, a apparently, a John Haywood proverb says, No wind blows no wind any good. But yeah, ill wind is just a cool thing. It's just mm-hmm. a new, uh, and uh, my favorite thing is just it's just three three words, black Rubik's cube. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like how do you solve that? You can't, you no. know. Or it's always yeah. solved. Or is it? <laughs> mm. Don't yeah. know. Yeah, don't know. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> this one is uh, it's a, it's a, it's a cool song. This is cool shit. Yeah. Um. But uh. They, they mentioned Doja Pack, which I think is weed, right? It Doja must Pack? be like it's on the cover. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it looks like a like a like the stuff you the, I guess the sheep you have, you have weed that you sell in the stacks, and then like a sacks the the bags you share at the top, and they're saying here street streaming, which I guess you gotta go to Canada to get that, right? I heard they sell shrooms in Canada, right? I don't know. Okay, I haven't I haven't kept up with it. Yeah, Kept up with all the really, places I can buy yeah. drugs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the, back in the day, back uh, when people were like trying to count the states, they're like, they had a song where you, the, 
we help memorize all the states that weed was legal in. And this before was legal recreationally anywhere. This one was just like legal medically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, that, how much of a pot idea to do to know that song and like recite it. <laughs> it was back when Super High Me, like back in the early 2000s, when Doug Benson was the, the guy they wanted to listen to because he talks about weed a lot. Oh, yeah. Got to listen to people talking about weed. Got to listen to Bill Hicks. He talks about DMT. Oh, yeah. Or, he's uh, on a or, Tool song. Or Joe Rogan. And he's yep. also like, the dude, he, he is, he's become something of the biggest douche on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <That Joe Rogan. laughs> Next week, we're going to get an email from his producer saying, you guys want to come on the show? And we'll be like, kind of, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We have people listening to our podcast. We're fucking getting hate mail. Mm-hmm. Death threats. <laughs> Baby steps, though. Baby steps. Casey Moe isn't uh, mentioned. I know. And I, I didn't want to be that guy. It's like, you saw what the sea I live in. But it is. Uh, yeah, that's what I did a couple songs yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. You're like, LA, that's where I live. <laughs> that's where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 basically, the song talks about a uh, $300, uh, Uber, $300 Uber from uh, Casey, Missouri to Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. Can you find an Uber that will do that? Sometimes, yeah. Man. I was talking to a dude, because I was talking to a dude uh, who's Ubering in San Diego, and he's like, oh, yeah, I took a dude basically, like, from here up to San Francisco. He did, like, an eight-hour drive. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you get a lot of money, but you got to drive to San Francisco and back. Yeah, which, it makes you think, like, did he pick up people on the way back, too, you know? like I think he said he did. I think he said, like, he spent a couple days in each city as he came back down. Oh, so he would like stay at a hotel or something? I guess I didn't. I didn't yeah. ask like super details. Yeah. Which, so I didn't want to be could... like, "Oh, did you sleep in your car for your?" Yeah. Why would you sleep in there? Uh, did you ever? Uh, did you ever think about doing Ubering? No, not uh, really. My brother did for a little bit, and it, he says that he was the person that he was the Uber driver that would be silent in the oh, car, yeah. <laughs> which is. Honestly, my favorite thing. Me but there's too. sometimes when I, I get in the old dude mood and I start talking about people, like, let me ask a question about your car. Or, um, like, when it, How long I had a guy. How long have you been doing this? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what's your favorite thing about it? <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I, I had a guy pick me up in a Tesla once. And as much as I hate Elon Musk, them Teslas are fucking uh, sleek, dude. I'd be mm-hmm. like, so poorly I was like, built, but they look nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're poorly built. Because mm-hmm. I asked the guy, like, how do you. um. Like he's, I'm like, it's not like a road trip. Where he's like, well, I've gone, I've gone a few states away in this. I'm like, does, does the map play have places you can charge? He's like, oh yeah, they, they do the route. So when you want to charge, it's not too far away uh, on the map. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, how long does it take to charge? He's like, I don't know, ten minutes. That's yeah. Like, that is one of the cool parts about them is they they charge much quicker than other electric cars. Yeah, but I don't want to. My, you know, we, my wife. My wife. Um, my she wife. was. Yeah, she was uh, talking about a long time. Like, when I first met her, we were joking around, goofing around. Often. She was saying she was in a Hopper car holds out until a self driving car sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And back 10 years ago, I heard, like, people were telling us, oh, yeah, 10 years, self driving cars would be everywhere. That that shit figured out. And I'm at the point where I don't think. Uh, it, I'm not confident it will happen in my lifetime. You know? Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Maybe but, if oh. Elon Musk wasn't completely like burning all good PR he ever had, it'd probably happen sooner. 
Yeah. But now so nobody song... trusts him, so if he's trying to roll out self-driving. Oh, it's it's over now. Like, like we don't want to we don't want anything to do with that fucker now. Pretty I don't much. This song talks about Vietnamese foot though. Mm-hmm. It talks about DMV being foo. My pho, which I love, and I was telling you guys. Ah, dude. Man, it's so good. Um, I was telling you guys, Steak Still Bleeding. Uh, this song, Baby Steps, is basically about traveling on the road. Yeah, um, it's got a little bit of, like, love. I think it mentions kind of, like, going on a date and, like, kind of, like, the the courting and all that stuff. I love my love language and obscure dialect. I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever, like, did that thing with your SO where you're talking about what their love language is, mm-hmm. you know? Like, with gift-giving or acts of service. And he says obscure dialect for them. Why this fucking worries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I noticed that uh, Kenny Seagal likes to do is, like, he'll take the drums away from the guests. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so they're mm-hmm. just kind of, like, rapping over, like, noises. I wonder if they're like, funny. fuck, we want me to do this? Like, 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 like really? How am I supposed to do this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> wonder if anyone's like that but yeah uh this one the first one that has it elucid i guess is a i guess how you say that because i'm cause i'm a nerd now i don't know um but um it has benjamin booker and elucid benjamin booker's just a guitar player uh and yeah he, uh, he did the the beautiful chorus part of it you baby you and i that part mm-hmm. um but elucid comes in and that 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 used to be part of Armin Hammer. It was so lucid in in Billy Woods. Yeah. So, so they're, back they're together. So they say weird things like chanting you to dig till you hiccup. Um, but um, <laughs> and then also I Waxman heard that Hubbard. line and I was like, I bet Chris was gonna mention that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm that dude. Um, <laughs> talks about full as a diva cup. I'm like, oh god damn. Yeah, that was a weird one too. <laughs> yeah, salt sucks. When salt he's talking about the, the moon. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but my favorite line is actually, you spit a, the Our Father backwards, cracked up, jumpstart the rapture. Fucking love that. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Thanks, 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 the Lucid, for talking about choking on a dick and, and uh, the rapture. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had to bring it up, dude. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm a child. So, like, <laughs> like my sister let that guy bring it up. Right. Uh, yeah, honestly, you know, the other podcast, the movies don't suck. I, it should be movies don't suck and dick jokes by Chris, because that's all I, like, you know, and and Neil acts like he's high above that, which is not true. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean that guy. Man, all right. <laughs> the layover. The layover. This one uh, might be the most straightforward beat on the oh, album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just kind of like a smooth piano line. Uh, the the lyrics are kind of interesting because he uses a lot of like like idioms. Uh-huh. in it so he says you know he's like horseshoes and hand grenades one foot in the grave you know call a shovel a spade like it those are kind of like peppered throughout it and i you know my favorite line from this you guess my favorite line from this uh-uh the live show is t-shirt and jeans but it's guar went off stage yeah <laughs> which basically means he's he's a monster off stage and stage he's, and people like him off which is just a horrible person just fucking up shit Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. Covered he also talks about food guns. this one. Yeah, he talks about uh, spicy chili oil with that bad boy marinade. No reservations, walked in like Bourdain. Rest in peace. He didn't say mm-hmm. that rest in peace, where I did. I found <laughs> that's, out, your, uh, that's your little flavor. Yeah, yeah. I if I was there, I'd go, rest in peace. But, um, <laughs> uh, when I was, uh, actually found out Bourdain died, I was in Sweden, and um, it was on my birthday. And so I was like, this is sad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like it, it really affected me. I like, like, 
there are two like sudden deaths that really affected me big time. One was um, David Bowie, and I wasn't that big of a Bowie fan. I was, was kind of the same way. Like, like, like it affected you, but you weren't that big of a fan. Right. It was like I listened yeah. to some of his old stuff. I listened to Black Star and was like, yeah. But it, maybe it's because he's like so like legendary. Like you're part of the one culture. Of our, yeah, you're like one of our modern myths has died. On. Yeah, and when Bourdain died, I was also really upset because I was I'm actually a big Bourdain fan. Yeah, same. Uh, anyway, um, I like the horse in this. Uh, all, in all candor, I got one foot in the grave. Mm-hmm. So whatever, like you said, got a little uh, jazzy jam at the end, which I like. He talks about football, Deion Sanders. I'm going back the other way. Mm-hmm. Which he was part of my, uh, the the Chaos Cowboys for a little bit, and so we were uh, that that's in my head from back when I lived in Texas. Big sports guy. Yeah, not at all, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like I, I don't even know what it, I I I barely know what a quarterback does. Mm-hmm. Like, I I kind of get it, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know how like basically how football works, like the downs and shit. But they'll be like, somebody he's offside. So I'm like, where? I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I know. What, oh, I know sorry. What speaking speaking of quarterback, a mm-hmm. funny thing happened today. Where you know the app bands in town? Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, that okay. So they sent out a notice that Chad Kroger of Nickelback, Nickelback. was doing yeah, yeah. a comedy show what? in L.A. tonight. Uh, so Scott and I were talking about it, and we're you like, go, we have to fucking go to this, right? So Scott yeah. looked it up. He's like, there's no way this is real. There's a comedian <laughs> whose name is Chad Kroger who is not from Nickelback, but they <laughs> saw Chad Kroger was in it, and it, it like, I don't know if like an AI or an algorithm put Chad Kroger of Nickelback's <laughs> picture <laughs> on the bands in town thing. So it's not the same person. So we're not going obviously. Um, but I, for like a minute, I was like the most amazing thing is about to happen very close by. <laughs> yeah. And I would be like, yeah, do it, dude. Skip the show. We'll do it like whenever you can, but you had to see Jai Kroger do a stand-up set. <laughs> Try to do stand-up comedy. Uh, maybe he's really funny. We don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he could. He could be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he can pivot to being a comedian, but nope, different guy. Okay, unfortunately, well, that's awful. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> anyway, FaceTime. <laughs> FaceTime. Uh, uh, it's got uh, a. I think the chorus on this is really catchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice this is has chorus. The, this has the best closing sign of any song in this whole thing. Uh, yeah, but uh, which basically just says a. Uh, I know. It's, well, he goes. I tread water till I sink. I don't go to sleep. I tread water till I sink. Which. Hey man, that's sad. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but later on, he also talks about um, how these kids outside are listening to Playboy Cardi, like, you know, do the set, and that he's not at this party. He's smoking weed alone. Yeah, this yeah. this one's a good one because it's like it. A lot of it is kind of like talking about how he he seems to feel like pretty comfortable in being alone like he mm-hmm. he's at this party watching like he can't really like enjoy himself with what's going on or but he also like feels a little like he's not part of it like he probably wouldn't enjoy the party anyway yeah. but he, you know he's thinking about this other person where it's like he'd rather be there anyway so it doesn't matter how yeah. good this party is or whether it's his thing and this also talks someone. about like the the tolls of uh being of being on the road, like she mentions, mm-hmm. played stupid games. You fly easy, fly easy jet, Bratislava to Utrecht, which are just these places in Europe that they're kind of like nowhere of Europe, you know, mm-hmm. Bratislava. 
I've never even heard of it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, the, the 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 actual uh, the guy in the middle, the guy singing it, I think he's from Future Islands. Samuel T. Aaron. I think the guy does chorus. Hmm. If I'm mistaken. Whatever. Right. Good for I don't him. know. I believe yeah. you. Okay. Uh, hold on. Yeah, keep going. But I'm, 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 <laughs> I gotta check that now because I feel like I'm I'm just talking shit. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like references throughout the album like a lot of like pop culture stuff that i mm-hmm. I, I thought was really interesting like because you know the previous track he was he mentioned guar he mentioned playboy cardi on this like i it feels like albums kind of exist a lot of the times kind of like in their own little like world like they don't exist in the real world so it's it's a little like a lot of this stuff stands out to me because it's like oh this is like this referencing the real world this this exists and is informed by, you know, real yeah. life. Yeah, and yeah. So the the course is Demi Lovato Harry, who's the frontman of of uh, Future Islands. I'm not a big fan of Future Islands. I don't hate him. It's just whatever to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never but, hey, listened he, to him. Yeah, I, I, I like the course. It's fine. <laughs> Doesn't it, you know? He talks about another night in Texas. Feels like weeks on the road. Pissing Mississippi, stopped in Mexico. I ain't seen my folks and strangers feel right at home on my own. On my own, oh, mm. um, like in like in FaceTime, uh, the, the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, agriculture. agriculture, which is really interesting. Uh, the way I got from this one, uh, which I thought was really cool, is it's he's sort of dreaming of a life that's so simple, you know. Yeah, or like you know when you're you're looking at thinking about just like what if I kind of gave all this up and I just went and lived in like the middle of nowhere. No yeah. one knows me. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to live when before you was dead. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, it's more kind of like on the laid back side of uh, on the music front. Uh, yeah. The track actually, there's a a Grails offshoot that is an instrumental like hip hop thing, <laughs> and the back oh, called yeah. Lilacs and Champagne. Oh And shit. this remind the backing track is basically what lilacs and champagne sounds like and i was like oh, oh that's nice i like this i like the music on this a lot so you listen to, you listen to that girl's off sheet or just yeah constantly oh cool cool, cool beans i've been saying yeah. cool beans a lot like an old guy that's cool like uh, that's cool yeah. beans the cool cool it's beans bro knees, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so i've been saying cool beans but i've been trying to make it edgy way saying cool motherfucking beans a lot mm-hmm. i've been saying that so but <laughs> Because Lee said that you just sound like an old dude, old like an old dude by saying cool beans. So, and the motherfucking so you gotta cuss, yeah, yeah, I gotta cuss and make it show make it cool. edgy, yeah, cool, cool, uh, cool damn and beans, yeah, cool effing beans, bro, yeah, but, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, Houdini, yeah, Houdini, let's move on, Houdini, yeah, I um, uh, I didn't have a whole lot to say about this one because a lot of it is like I liked this one, this was good. Yeah. But I really like, been, I like the using Houdini as like, you know, because he's an escape artist. He escapes. Mm-hmm. And this is about, you know, kind of like escaping reality life yeah, by just getting high. But that that connection of like an escape artist. It was more food really cool. Too. Yeah. Full like tacos burrito. Mm-hmm. Uh, gazpacho on the veranda. And I, uh, hey, man, I like food. And, and he's getting and, high and chowing down. Yeah, yeah. There's a the line in here. I think it's in this song where it talks about how oh yeah, it's this one. If you spot the if you spot the grill, you know I'm working the fire. Apparently, he's a really good like he's really good growing food. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I'm gonna try to be that guy. 
I am. You want to be? A, you want to be a girl guy? We just got. Uh, we got. She where she works. They cheap stuff, you know. And uh, she just got a grill uh, that's for like like for like a hundred bucks. It's usually five hundred dollars. It's it's one of those smokers where you throw the wood pellets Hell in yeah. there, and you can just smoke or you can grill. And I'm I'm gonna try to be that guy that people are like. Ooh, you should Chris mm-hmm. grill for you. So what happens? Still, it's a lot of upkeep, you know. Honey, come here. We got this. We get these uh, bark boxes for the dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, she got this. Um, it looks like a fajita plate, right? Well, right. It's a, it's a stuffy, and um, every time Hugo tries to use it, she steals it from him, and she just decides to let him know, let him know he she has it by squeaking it. So, what a bitch she is. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's move on to waiting around. Yeah, this is, so this is the one I was talking about earlier with... Uh, Aesop Rock just starts it up. Yeah, letting him open the track, which I thought was really cool. Uh, uh, do you like Aesop Rock? I don't, also haven't listened. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not super well-versed in a lot of, like, newer rap. Well, Aesop Rock, he's, he's, he's been around for a little bit. He's sort of in the same school that Atmosphere is from. Uh, and I only know this because... They have a little bit of overlap, and this is uh, in a lot of. For, this happened a lot in Texas, where a, a lot of white people listen to white rappers and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Aesop Walk is right, and so is Atmosphere, and so people be like, "I only listen to these people." And I'm like, "That's fucking kind of weird that you listen to hip hop, but only this guy." Yeah, <laughs> like, interesting. Like, yeah, Aesop Rock, he's 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 uh, interesting and. Uh, like cool thing to hear about uh, thing people say about him is that he has the biggest vocabulary in hip hop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I guess, man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't think they, they put, they considered everybody. Yeah. Uh, they're people, uh, yeah. People in their, you know, garage doing their, their mm-hmm. you know, hip hop. Or even just, yeah, you know, it, smaller I, artists. I, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- th- this song's cool though. Right. <laughs> That's got the probably the most the the waiting around like that the chorus uh the chorus in this is pretty easy uh it's probably the most like probably the most like mainstream part like the easy accessible part of this whole fucking record mm-hmm. you know like that and um sorry I went a little too long on that so uh, but <laughs> uh, after Aesop rocks after we hear that the giant thing he's bad in us we have Billy Woods on that in Bruges and. Uh, walking around, walking around Amsterdam, and Jay Z in the distance, two grams of wood. Uh, he just talks about being uh, overseas, and mm-hmm. not like not flexing, just talking about it. Yeah, that's just where I am. Uh, yeah. it's, I like this one because it's got the the ASAP Rock uh, mm-hmm. verse on there, which it his style and the way he raps is so different from Billy Woods. Oh yeah, for or it's sure. like he's you know he's on beat basically. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. cool that like you know they're he's getting people on here that have different styles. Like it's so hard with a lot of like I, I guess the more like popular mainstream like when features show up where it's like it the stuff never like really like meshes well or doesn't really like complement the other. Um, mm-hmm. Which I feel like this really does. Like it feels like the features weren't just like, oh, my friend is visiting, or I'm visiting my friend. We're gonna record a thing. Like they feel really purposefully chosen to show up on here. 
Yeah, it's it's a good way. It's a good like back and forth sort of just like showing each other like yeah, it's a it's a good contrast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but the it, song's waiting around to leave. Like they're they're done kind of where they're at and they're ready mm-hmm. to you know, move on to the next place. And actually, he the next place he moves on to is his home of New York City. Mm-hmm. That's probably why they're NYC tap water. so eager to leave. Yeah, uh, uh, this, slower one. And it's it, I love the lines in this. Like I missed a place till I'm back. <laughs> yeah, know, like <laughs> that was that which, was probably my favorite. Yeah, you know, I was talking about. Uh, sometimes I'll tell you when I'm back around, just lay low, crack a fresh pound. The cat missed me the most, purring loud in my lap, which, uh, I mean. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I do know the, the um, feeling of just like, like I just got home. I don't want to fucking talk to anyone. I just want to be my home by myself. Exactly. With, with my wife. But well, at she, the same time, he's like, am I actually happy to be to be back? He's like, I missed yeah. it. And I don't know. It's not, it's not the stuff that changed since he left. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like talking about how, uh, how he, there's this place that, Sells four hundred dollars Japanese jeans, and <laughs> how his bodegas sell act selling weed. I'm not sure what act means, uh, but it's there. Um, <laughs> but basically, talking about like the things that changed since he's been gone, and it's not the same place. He's home, but it's not home. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It kind of changed while he was out of town, and it's kind of mm-hmm. unrecognizable. Which is sad, man. I. 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 I it's weird when I drive, I haven't been to my hometown and I'll be going there in September, but I've been there five, four years in that area. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure if I went there, I just feel weird. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, the I'm going back, to, to drive. going back to Colorado next month and it's going to be, I think it's going to be similar to that. Yeah. Uh, so like how long you be there? A week. Oh, okay. But it's I'm been be- since before COVID since we've been out there. Shit. Okay, I've been I've been to Texas, but I've been in my hometown probably eight years, mm-hmm. maybe. And um, yeah, it's since before I started doing any of this sort of podcast and shit. Uh, but yeah, it's I don't know if I'll be driving by like that whole part that whole part where I used to live, because my parents live in different places, right? Like Dallas and North Wichita Hills, and sometimes they're in Austin. Uh, but yeah, man, it's going home. Some like where you grow up is oftentimes uncomfortable you know what mm-hmm. i mean because it's obviously not the same place you were it was when you were there and you know sometimes you don't really have the best memories there right like my, my bet my best memories are when i've been out there the ones i've accumulated i have some good memories but i did the stupidest shit when i was a kid you know what right. i mean <laughs> uh let's move on to um to as a crow flies the as final the track flies. yeah it's basically just like the home life after he's gotten back home mm-hmm. the first the first uh verse is by lucid uh mm. another track with him in it and of course he's got some cool shit to say um uh he talks a little bit about traveling like going to arizona and uh the reps go breaker whatever oh. um <laughs> but he talks about the baggage in the carousel loop that sort of thing just sort of like getting back and that's that's what this song's about, being home and living your life at home. Exactly. And the, the I think two, a really good way to end it too, in yeah, the album. Uh, I, and the last verse by Lily Woods is the shortest, but to me it's the most poignant. Mm-hmm. You know, he's about having his kid, 
and the girl he's with and sort of talking about you know he's talking about the kid's life in relation to his and i guess his his booze wife because he uses the term him and her when i'm guessing the hers like a girl he's with i would imagine <laughs> so yeah yeah and so the the one the one that says uh i watched him grow wondering how long i got to live which i i assume every parent has sort of wondering how long mm-hmm. to be around with their kid which exactly and which, what you think about when you spend so much time you know on the road in a way yeah and so that, that that's billy woods and killing can you see all maps it's an incredible record it's I, so good I, I i implore you people doing like hip-hop try this give this one a shot and um and then if you still hate it email me and i'll fight you on it or, <laughs> or, or people had different tastes i mean i can just be more accepting of people who just don't like different types of music right nah nah that's the fun in that <laughs> um, uh so man what did you bring again I brought Deltron 3030 by Deltron 3030. See, I wrote self-titled, uh, but you're right. It's it's Deltron 30. It's not self-titled. Like, give it a name. It might be. I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, this came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. Oh, pre-9-11, yeah. dude. That's, um, yeah. that's important, I think. Uh, it's a super group of three people. I thought it was only two, but I guess it's three. Uh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Dan the Automator. So Del the Funky Homo Sapien rapping, doing the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Dan the Automator doing the like producing and beat making, and then DJ Koala Kid doing the DJ stuff. I thought it was Kid Koala. I don't remember. It could be. That's what I'm seeing right here. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. But this, my notes that are probably written incorrectly say Koala Kid. Okay. Well. But it's probably Kid Koala. But um, I want to mention I want to mention Dan the Automator. I know him mostly, and this is gonna be embarrassing. I know him mostly from producing the kid, Head Automatic record from like 2003. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was he was a big part of that. But Dan the Automator, man, he is a he is an icon. I think. He's so good. He also responsible for producing the first Gorillas album. And that's how you know Deltron 33, right? Through the Gorillas. Uh, that's how I know. Well, no, I know Del the Funky Homo Sapien because of uh, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two soundtrack. Oh, he was in that. What did he do? Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, if you must. Oh, one nice, of his, nice. One of his best songs. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but this album, it's a, a concept album mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote. I wrote down the the blurb. Uh, a disillusioned mech soldier and interplanetary computer prodigy. Rebelling against the 31st century New World Order. Oh, uh, do we want to play that sampler before we get into this? Yeah, we will once we uh, okay. once we start we talk talking about, about the songs. Okay. I'm still introing the album. Sorry, fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself. Okay, so how did you get into Deltron 33? Uh, I think I was just kind of exploring music, and this had popped up as like just like one of the like the rap albums of all time. Yes. So I checked it out. It you know, it showed up on a lot of people's just like this is a just a really good rap album. Mm-hmm. And it is, okay. I agree. Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh now we can check out the sample. I think that's all I have to say in the uh the little preamble leading up to it. Uh I will say before the sampler, this album has a lot of uh skits on it. And I 
kept almost none of them in the sampler and will probably <laughs> and because the sampler is still like almost i think it's still three minutes which yeah, is longer than i usually too. do um we'll we'll probably fly past them when we talk about the stuff anyway because they're just little like here's what's happening um yeah. anyway deltron thirty thirty. It's the year 3030. Yo, it's 3030. I want y'all to meet Deltron Zero. Hero, not no small feat. It's all heat in this day and age. I'll rage your grave. Anything it takes to save the day. Neuromancer. Deltron, Thunder Force. Ain't no other source of sunlight. Two-ton mic. You tongue tie running them up with technology with no apology. Shout it out to my colony with third art physiology. Millennium past apocalypse is all I spit. Make you check it out, y'all. Now let's see. Deltron Z, Art Avenger, let's start the adventure. Pitch up with nerve gas, absurd blast, crash the spacecraft. I'm bio in hand. Positive contact. Secretly plotting your demise. I want to devise a virus to bring dire straits to your environment. Crush your corporations with a mild touch. Trash your whole computer system and revert you to papyrus. Great gray matter, cause one day it may matter. Hey, time for you to upgrade. Fuck save, time to load. All my rhymes to sold and find your own. Salivate over what I collaborate with high tech wizardry and breathe new life into the industry. Loop it with the quickness. Hyperproducing hydrogen fusion liquids. Keep your distance. Yo, in the year 3013, everybody wants to be an MC. In the year 3013, everybody wants to be a DJ. my universe every time I use a verse to fulfill my destiny MC's rest in peace with mutant rodents with blood red eyes saliva drips for opponents scratch your ID chip off cause everybody on it I envision turbulence and murder since it's an everyday occurrence I envision Adversaries battling for supremacy Sounds like a good way to build up my infamy Soon as autumn Returning to Earth, burning for Earth I'm sick of looking at the inside of space stations Time for Dell trying to take a vacation My expertise in aviation got us to a destination Everybody's dying but y'all think that's the end of it That's why it's so easy to be a Benedict or imitate Cause they wouldn't teach you algebra when you was eight Now you 48 and you hate children Yeah, 30, 30. So there it is. That was uh, it. So one of the things I, I really, I, by the way, I always say it's a really fun record. Mm-hmm. It is fun. That's, it's all, I mean, there's a, and it, it mostly follows the narrative. Mostly, mostly. There's a few tracks and I'm like, what? Uh, they sort of seemed like there was, like, that's not about sci-fi. But, but yeah, um, I, there's a lot of stuff that like, there's a lot of like I guess like world building leading up to like I guess the point of the album and then the album yep. ends. 
Yeah, battle song. Yeah, and you're yeah, because like, oh, the whole thing is he's supposed to be like going through space and like part of his like rebelling is he's like doing rap battles against people, but that only happens. My favorite once. thing is that he's <laughs> fighting the totalitarian government in your corporations with the power of hip hop. That's yeah. what I got from it. <laughs> kind of like you know those old music videos with a guy uh, where it's like a guy and he's destroying his enemies to power rock and roll. Mm-hmm. It's like this with sci-fi. And with uh, hip hop, right? <laughs> Which is fun. I think um, I love that it like fully embraces the sci-fi stuff. Like it, it has like references to sci-fi stuff. When we get to, uh, I'm just gonna say because it it's one of my favorite lines on here is where he says, "Mini MCs cruise low Earth orbit," and it's like, man, what a sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the. Uh, We'll get to that song where he's basically just sucking out that Iron Man's dick the whole time. Mm -hmm. There's a song about how how he's helping, I guess. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But but as far as you can tell, these are the only two records that Deltron 3030's done, right? This one and the next one? Yeah. uh, Which the next one's interesting. We won't talk about it now. I don't like it as much, but um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt narrates the whole thing. Interesting. Yeah, okay. it, it's a lot more kind of, it's a lot more like narrative, like, okay. okay, now what's happening is this, whereas this feels more like you're kind of getting snippets of the world, um, and it's like vaguely a story until at the end when it like is a story. Okay. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Do you, you want to start with this track by track? We'll start with the intro track. Let's yeah, State it. of the Nation, Damon Alburn, just a little intro thing that's kind of you know talking about the corporate institution like the bank of time which they may have something with like time travel or like yeah. oh what's that movie what's that justin timberlake movie Dude, where I like tell you. where currency it's a sci-fi movie but currency is how much time you have left on your life out of time or nick of time or something like, something that? like this something kind of lame i mean it's a lame movie with kind of an interesting <laughs> idea but anyway it could be that too yeah, so um, Sir Damon Albert plays Sir Damien Thorne, the, uh, the, oh yeah, the seventh, yeah, the seventh, mm-hmm. right? Um, something like that. I've, but it, it, the the reason I put this on the sampler and then the last track on the sampler is because they go together, right? They go together, yeah. Um, and if you guys don't know Damon Albert, he is the lead singer of Blur, and but if you're like Ryan. He's the lead singer of the Gorillas. Yeah, he's kind of the main creative force behind yeah. the Gorillas. But he's he's a, a monolith in the world of indie rock. And mm-hmm. uh, let's move on to the real stuff. So thirty okay. thirty, this yeah. seven and a half minute beast of a track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is where he sort of where uh, Deltron uh, Deltron Zero is the main character of this thing. It's not Del. It's Deltron Zero. That's the guy. That's the cyborg, right? It's not a cyborg. It's a cyborg? Not a robot, right? Yeah, yeah. the uh, the mech yeah. soldier. And, um... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a soldier. And he's sort of... He's sort of talking about introducing this world, a post-apocalyptic world. So this yeah. track is kind of setting up the, like, characters and the world of the album. Very, mm-hmm. like, cyberpunky. A lot of cyberpunk references. Like, um... Uh, Neuromancer. Uh, which yeah. is my f- one of my favorite books. By William Gibson, right? 
By William, how did you know that? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Did you ever see Johnny Mnemonic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen Johnny Mnemonic. That's a short story that takes place in the same universe as Neuromancer. Did you ever read any of the Discman stuff or the the Discworld? Discworld. Discworld. That's not cyberpunk at all, but I have. Yeah, I've read a couple of them. Okay, sorry. Are they good? (laughs) They're really good, actually. Do you like... um, do you like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I've never read it. I've never seen it. Fuck, you should read those, too. Okay. I was going to okay. say it's like those, but uh, fantasy. So it's like a funny fantasy series. Yeah, I heard, I don't, I heard I'll have to read the Discworld stuff in order. I can speak to start anywhere. You, you should... Like, that's kind of true. Um, okay. Where it's like you read you can kind of read like a a collection of them in an order they're not like a a linear series but it's like okay this part of the books is about death and like you should Uh, read them in order but you don't you don't necessarily have to because it doesn't lead into the stuff but like characters that you met here will show up over here okay cool cool, cool. all right but Um, really 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 good shit 30 30 so i went off and um Back to sci-fi. So, Serious sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah. Um, so we learned about Deltron Zero, who is like a cyborg, right? Yeah, um, mech soldier. Mech soldier. Oh, sorry. Probably, <laughs> I mean, probably a cyborg of some sort, too. But officially, in the press release, he's a mech soldier. And he wants us to meet... I want you to meet Deltron Zero and Automator. Mm-hmm. Who's a... You know, he's an Automator here. He's not Dan the Automator. He's just the Automator. Right. Mm. He might Watch be the out. mech. You might be the mech. Who knows? Uh, that's a good point. Uh, oh, I didn't think about that. I'm glad you're here to uh, <laughs> to give me. We're cracking your, this um, thing wide open. Yeah, it's but uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say that all the like the next three tracks are just sci-fi shit. Like just like mm-hmm. everything about just like line after line of of nerdy sci-fi stuff, which is cool. It's definitely which cool. I love. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck dying. I hate Jack and Mech. it's it's like goofy but in a fun way Mm -hmm. and he's i mean he's actually saying stuff here too yeah yeah i do there's some stuff where you're like where you're like oh that's like uh, he's making you know a little bit of social commentary here Mm -hmm. but it's goofy and the same same time all good all good sci-fi has social good social commentary in it i'm not very this thinking more capitalism is wisdom and in prison all citizens in power with rhythm we keep the funk alive by talking with idioms. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> yeah, good, good looking out. Uh, it's a, definitely a fun song. It is a behemoth. But yeah, it's long. I I didn't realize for the longest time just how long this track was. <laughs> it, yeah, and I mean, we're gonna waste another hell, but there's a lot of a lot of music going on. This a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 funky and it's it's cool, and it sounds like 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and it, it, it's, um, at the time people would say that they're, they're going sort of old school and they're not really, it's, it's different. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we can move on to the next. Yeah. The little thing, the fantabulous rap extravaganza. Uh, fa- this is like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a, it's an advertisement. Yeah. For um, like, a rap you know, like, be there. It's like, it's like the old, it's like a commercial, like for monster truck, be there, you know? Yeah, um, but my favorite one is "One Restores Your Mother," which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but it talked about the upcoming rap battle, and it, 
the term instapitious is not a real word. I found that out. So it I might it be up. in the year 3030, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I looked up, it showed up in Urban Dictionary as from this song. From That's this crazy. Song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, as popularized by Delstron 33, I'm like, oh, okay, so instapitious is that word. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, this is just a little skit done by Prince Paul as Vince Paul McMahon, which, if you guys don't know, wrestling Vince McMahon is the uh, wrestling guy. Yep, the, the, <laughs> like, the wrestling guy. is the WWF guy, WWE yeah, he, guy. Uh, he got pushed out for doing some uh, Lots weird of shit. Up stuff. He's not yeah, a yeah. good dude. No, guys, don't don't look at Vince McMahon and say, I want to be him. Yeah. Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's one of the things you can do? Yeah. Um, it's got a real short loop for like the hook it's just like the things you can do some can't be done yeah it's pretty yeah and Adele the home Adele uh, tells us about it's way past 33 way past the millennium check mm-hmm. it out um, but um uh, again a lot of uh, a lot of sci-fi stuff but this one's a little bit different uh, in the aspect it's talking a lot about like like kind of like the gross parts about the future. Yeah, you know? the, the underbelly. Sorry, talking about psoriasis. Um, <laughs> I really like nuke. the way digital citadel sounds. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's that's just a, that gives you just so many thoughts of what you can do. What it looks like in your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. Uh. The course is things you need some can be done, which is you, you nod your head to this in. That's different than what Billy Woods, which a lot of things are like, am I going to be bobbing my head to this? No, but this, you can pretty much do that the head now the whole time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The backing track on this sounds like video game music to me, and I'm really curious oh, yeah. if it's like sampled from a video game. I You'd have to ask the automator. Yeah. He'd be able to tell you. Oh, I'm sure the or, sample or, list is out there somewhere. Or Kid Koala, he might be able to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like when the acoustic guitar comes in. Um, there's a scratch solo. Really, oh, there's a scratch solo. Yeah, like a lot of when I'm listening to this album is like I forgot that there was a third member of this band, and then giving him like solos and DJ stuff to do. Um, do you, Do you think they should have mentioned him like they do the automator though? I think so. Yeah, you think you should have got his own song. Like yeah, I mean, didn't. at least a, a reference, some kind of passing reference. Yeah, we got Koala here working in the studio. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, Transformers references on this yeah. track. Prime Optimus, Decepticons, and they also mentioned Micro Machines, which is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> I do too. Uh, I don't. They're probably still making them. And they talk about they talk about the Coast like Silver Surfer. So lots of uh, also sort of. Um, pop culture references along with like you were saying sci-fi references mm-hmm. and um, it, it just seems like after this you want to go play video games read comic books you know what I mean? yeah exactly I want to go read a cyberpunk novel yeah Are you, were you were you into that cyberpunk stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah I didn't play the there? I didn't play the game but I've you know I've read a lot of William Gibson and stuff like that so you uh, so you're so you because uh, it became a subculture with people they wear like necklaces with like gears on them and stuff like that no and I didn't do anything like that it's probably probably that for the best I, yeah. I don't know <laughs> uh, uh, if you guys are side punk people I'm sorry 
but thanks for listening. Um, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but if you have, by the way, you guys might like this uh, Deltron 33. Just check that out too. You probably would. You should. Yeah. Because uh, all the music in this is fucking good. It's it's fun. It's fun yeah. music. After listening to Billy Woods, it was nice to have a little bit of a, a an upper. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not to call Billy Woods depressing, but uh, it's it, definitely they're just different. They're different experiences. Yeah, they're yeah. different styles and genres of rap. Uh, yeah, positive but, contact. Yeah, that oh, that's a catchy song. I I love it. Opens yeah. with some beatboxing. <laughs> it does have that. Uh. I have you gaping open. Check it out, y'all. But, um, <laughs> I, I do like how he calls himself Deltron Z in this Art of Finger. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he's getting upgrades. Oh, yeah. But, like, he's got he's got stuff like, like, Hitch with Nervy Ass, Absurd Blast, Crash Speaker. God, the, the way he's the way he's spitting rhymes in this is fucking killer. I love it so much. He, he uses some crazy words where it's like, I don't even know if I could say that at a slow speed, but like having to remember it and wrap it like, uh, yeah. precipitates translucent illusions. God damn. I, I can't say that regularly. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, <laughs> you guys, you, you hear my voice on this. I, I'd be an awful rapper. They'd be like the ultimate mumble rapper, Chris <laughs> Owen, you know, uh, this is the track with the really good burn about, uh, mini MCs cruising low earth orbit. <laughs> That's good shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. Um, Alien Annihilation has to stay armed to the grill piece and kill beef. 20% matter, 30% energy. Um, which, <laughs> apparently, that's that's what the Earth is made of. The universe is actually 5% normal matter, 24% dark matter, and 2% dark energy. Oh, damn. Spooky. Not in the future, um, though. No, it's different. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, he talks about getting high. I guess high as aviation, which... Okay, dude. Um... <laughs> I, I I do like this um track. It's probably my f- second favorite song on this record. It's one of my favorites on here. And um, positive contact. Wait a minute. But um, yeah, I feel like this is one of the ones where all the members are kind of firing on all cylinders. Where like, uh, Dell, just doing crazy, just you know, spitting shit. That's yeah. Cool. Um, really well produced, and then you know, uh, Kid Koala gets a chance to do turntable stuff yeah i i'd like to i mean good call he i thought for some reason he was part of animal collective and i'm thinking i'm just thinking it's panda bear now yeah it's different not different all animals. not all animal based names are in uh animal, animal collective. collective they did uh they did a live i think like npr put it on where they got like a like live string orchestra to do tracks from this album and it was really cool. be, i need to fucking find that online i'll send i'll send that your way too yeah it's really fucking cool because it's like four tracks trying, from this album i can't i can't imagine trying to trying to fucking put that out <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah all right um uh saint uh, catherine but, street another little skit that's just kind of conversations on the street where you get some more world building you know they talked about there's been Trying a World War Three and Four. Yeah, uh, everyone's wearing like prosthetics and all that stuff. I doubt drop knowledge on you, brother. Mm-hmm. About what's going to happen in a few days, because you know it's it's coming. Yeah, it's it. He's like he's like a modern day uh, Q. 
Or is it too, too cute? I'm joking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I thought um, you were referencing Star Trek, not no, re- <laughs> not, not QAnon. Yeah. Well, well, let's just get a misinformation thing on this on this post too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I love that so much. That was amazing. Um, talking about virus. Virus, my second favorite track on the album. And Del Deltron Zero wants to devise a virus that brings dire straits to your environment, and yeah. basically wants to it could be a virus that brings down the government, and the corporations. And cause anarchy. Yeah, it'll shut everything down. He's just kind of yeah, like... So we can restart, sort of. Yeah, mm-hmm. he says... Because they don't want to unify us. Fuck it. Anarchy. <laughs> yeah. Woo! I love, uh, I love oh, yeah, the fun. line, trash your whole computer. Uh, crash your whole computer system and revert you to papyrus. Like, he's, like he's mentions- sending you way back. <laughs> I also mentioned uh, Microsoft Enhanced DOS. Like we still talk about that. Mm-hmm. And 33, we're back to DOS, guys. Yeah. So you know. We've got we've gone all the way back around. No more windows. But we yeah, we went all the way. You talked about better by far than that old Y2K, which is pretty fucking new at this time. Mm-hmm. It came out in twenty twenty this record. You know? And <laughs> do you remember like the the uh do you remember and how that was supposed to like be the worst shit on the planet? Oh like, yeah. Y two K was gonna destroy mm-hmm. everyone. And then it, nothing happened. But I did hear about a few places where the power went out for a couple minutes, and those people were probably dumping their pants. Yeah. <laughs> like well, that. I think I was at a a New Year's party where somebody played a prank and, like, flipped the breaker at midnight. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's um, like, I, I was, was, like, I was 10. So it's yeah, like, I was, you know, that shit didn't fully, like, sink in. Like, how would insane I w- it was going to be? I was 13, and... Um, I was at the, the church youth group at the time. Oh, wow. On no, 2020. Went bowling. But, um, but yeah. Uh, and your score got reset at midnight. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. Uh, but uh, I didn't say that. But, uh, yeah. The, this is a cool track. It's probably my favorite track. Virus is definitely my favorite, actually. Mm-hmm. I had to pick a favorite track in this a little one. More, it's, a little more ominous. It's got a hook, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to devise a virus. But, um, to bring dire straits <laughs> to your environment. He's right, man. It's all amazing. <laughs> uh, and, uh, the cool thing about about Dell, Tron, or Dell, the I'm assuming, is how fucking cool he sounds when he raps. He just sounds He's so fucking confident. Voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a confidence in the in the bravado. It makes it makes it, it makes even the silly shit sound cool as fuck. You mm-hmm. know? And he, <sighs> he does a good job with like his funny stuff, because mm-hmm. like on his own like solo stuff, he has tracks that are funny, but like he's not like a comedy rapper. Like he's not there like purposefully making jokes. He's just yeah. a funny person, which I like. And this one, and this one has actual storyline to this record. Like it's it's not it, you can't. I guess you could say it's one big long joke, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's sci-fi. It's He's got the coolest shit to say about exactly. it, too. It, and that's what's cool about it, is the cool things he says. It's, just, it's like he said, trash whole computer system reversion due to papyrus, which is, that's a cool fucking thing to say. It's a cool you know? line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but then yeah. after that, we've got Upgrade. Upgrade. Upgrade, uh, Baymeyer College College. I didn't like this song. 
it uh-huh. takes a little bit to get going. I this used to be a skip track for me because I thought it was a skit because it takes so long to get well, going. Then I actually just hate to upgrade your green matter because when they made I, that for some reason that just I'm like ugh. <laughs> I don't know why that, Yeah, I don't know why that like, roasts me the wrong way, but it does. It's a long it's a longest song too. It's like what? It's like five five minutes long? It's like four like or five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, um, but, I like uh, the. It's got like space station sounds from the backing track, which I does like. have that, which is pretty cool. Um, I like the rapping parts on this, but I I do agree with the 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 upgrade your gray matter part. I think is a little it, it's a little overused. Yeah, it's like it's like it's an okay hook, but it's not good enough that it's you know seventy five percent of this song. Yeah, and it's it's um, it's a little silly in that aspect that he uses so much. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, hey, it's the rest of it's pretty cool though. It is a good <laughs> line though. Upgrade your gray matter because one day it may it, matter. It made me think of flex your head. That um, that's what a Ian McKay would scream mm. in some Iron Thread songs. <laughs> flex your head because you know, uh, talking about using your brain or whatever, which is like a goofy thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but this one, and then, honestly, upgrade your gray matter. That's less goofy than what Ian McKay was saying. Right, Makai, however you say his last name. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's Fugazi's your wheelhouse. Yeah, you gotta know. Is. We'll talk about um, Fugazi at some point again. It's not yeah, because I was like, we have yeah, we, before. Yeah, we're talking more. Get ready. <laughs> um, so after that is a skit. It's new code, new code. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah. a guy reminiscing about the old days. Like, remember when soup was a nickel. I don't, I mean, Mr. T, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, yeah, wrestling. Uh, all I know about Mr. T is that he pees the fool. Yeah, you know? he was on the A team. I, I remember Mr. T cereal on uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure Recipes for all the mm-hmm. um, um We can talk about that. Yeah, I guy. mean, this. Uh, Stuff like this is one of the reasons I do still like... Like, I, I like to read sci-fi, even a lot of, like, the older stuff that's out of date. Because you oh, kind of get yeah. this idea of, like, what people thought the future was going to be like. And now it's, like, different. So it's, like, you've got a guy here being, like, talking about Mr. T. Because mm-hmm. at this time, people were still thinking of, like, eras and nostalgia kind of like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, like, I think pop culture and society are moving so fast now that it's like all the stuff this dude's talking about in 3030 like people aren't going to remember that anymore like they're so dis we're kind of like so disconnected from that stuff that it's like i i give it five years and people aren't going to know what mr t is oh wow that's that's interesting mm-hmm. okay well we'll see yeah in five years i'm gonna check in and be like do you know who mr t is and you'll be like oh i do but my wife doesn't. Exactly. My kids, yeah. <laughs> he's still uh, alive too, right? Oh, yeah, I think he's still alive. He didn't die or anything. I don't, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We don't even All know. Right. All right, man. Uh, uh, Mastermind. Dell and Automator are going to, they're going to change your brain. And this one, the Automator, like, basically, Dell's just sucking the Automator's dick in this one. Mm-hmm. He's helping him. He's a cool dude. He's the mastermind behind all this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's got old again, sci-fi clips in there, which I love. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. 
The Mastermind is probably my second favorite song in this. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, we mm-hmm. may, but the Iron is what's up, and I I do think that's cool that that um that he has a track to basically just. Just basically just showing how cool the automator is. Right. Well, he spends most of the other tracks talking about how cool he is himself. He's coming around and she sounds like Stern. Watch out, my draw a laser of high intensity. And instantly Miss B creates creates symphony. (laughs) Right? Um, But yeah, this is like one of the things that old school rap does well is just sort of puff your chest and show how cool you are. Mm -hmm. And this is Del being nice enough to talk about how cool the automator is. And I just think that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, it still kind of has that, that rap, like, look how cool I am bravado to it. But he's talking mm-hmm. about such, like, kind of nerdy things. Like, I feel like this mm-hmm. is, like, an honorary, like, nerdcore album. Yeah, sonically, bionically, forget how you feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... It's it's really cool. The 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 nerd the nerdiness in this is 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 there and it's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's what I, draws I, me to it. The nerdiness, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's fair. You're kind of a nerd. <laughs> it works out for you. It's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I get most, if not all, the references on here. <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, we are not talking about the um, three bonus tracks. So if you want to talk about that. Go to a different podcast, right? Yeah, or just listen to them yourself and talk talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, talk, yeah, talk to yourself about it. There's um, two versions of positive contact. This is one <laughs> of the weirdest skits. It's National Movie Review. Which uh, has nothing to do with the fucking, like, the whole no, the, the skit. I think it does. Mm. Okay, all right, in, I'm ready here. In the, uh, they're, they're looking at the movie Strange Brew, <laughs> like... <laughs> almost like an archaeologist or like an art historian would look at it where they're they're talking about and like misunderstanding what this film is about and like kind of elevating strange brew which probably at this time is like Dell thinking like this is the stupidest movie I can think of that they're trying to elevate it to high art and it's so old that at this time like now it's like 40 years old but the time is like 20 Mm -hmm. you know so it's just kind of like this piece of you know it's like archaeology and so, okay, that, that works. I, I'm glad you were just sort of, you know, they call it Universal National Network. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. So, two geniuses North American cinema. I guess that would be, <laughs> yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie, Rick Moranis, and um, Dave Thomas. Good for them. Uh, it's a weird skit, though. It's, it, it, I don't even know. Like, it's weird for them to put it in there, but it's just a little bit of world building, right? Right, but it's like... Yeah strange brew even at this time like what a weird reference and apparently like if you go to genius they say that do they're saying it's a poke kick wall because he's from canada Mm. which is i mean i guess man maybe uh (laughs) kid will never recover uh but madness madness yeah that that quote that course I love that chorus. I think the chorus uh, is one of the better parts of the song. I went up and found out where that that, that that's from the, the sample, uh-huh. uh huh, which is the the Poppy Family sees and escapes, and the song itself is lame, right? Like like, but the automator made it cool as shit. The, I mean, that's how a lot of like sample based uh, music goes, where it's like 
I don't know how to tune my ears to find just these nuggets amongst like lame music. Like I have to, you have to listen to a lot of lame music to find these cool little bits that you can turn into something great. This is the first song also on the record that for some reason it doesn't follow the theme of the rest of, of like the, the sci-fi theme. It kind of does. I mean, the, the thing, I mean, he's talking about in the year, 3030 everybody wants to be they basically want to be famous they want to be an MC. they want to be a producer they want to be a dj yeah okay so it's fair everybody wants to yeah everybody wants to be famous i guess but nobody can because you know deltron and all them are they're too good yeah they're too good everyone wants to rule the world but yeah, yeah. i guess i see sort of phantom phantom holographic handsome i guess yeah, I'm glad you were able to, because I was like, "That's weird," but uh, it's yeah. um, <laughs> it's it's a cool song. Uh, it talks about like, just a more world building aspect, like sort of like, what what is the what is the Warcraft getting out of this? Exactly. You know? um, mm-hmm. I think the thing that I with this track is it has that like kind of trumpet that's always playing in the background. What I don't like. That's why I, I don't, don't like. like that part. It yeah, sounds kind of you, farty. Um, it's really <laughs> distracting. Uh, a lot of white boys like the style and copy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Yeah, it's 100% true. Uh, but I do think the chorus alone makes this song uh, worth it. Mm-hmm. I like the, the rapping is... still good. I just think that that was a miss on, on the automator's part was to put that little trumpet in there. And, and make the rest of it kind of weird. And like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, then we get what is it? Me Cleophis Randolph the Patriarch. Randolph the Patriarch. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing this is just a like a, a rich guy. I thought or, it was one of the people he maybe would rap battle. Maybe because uh, he's he's kind of he's kind of rapping in his intro, and I yeah. love the <laughs> I'm into earth tones, birthstones, and erogenous zones. That's <laughs> how he introduces himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm with that. Uh, so that brings us into Tom Keeps on Slipping. Yes, which uh, I had mentioned it in a previous episode. This is secretly the first Gorillaz song. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. This, this predates that album, and this is the first time Dan the Automator, Damon Albarn, Del the Funky Homo Sapien are all working together on a release track. Really quick, uh, Danny Amir had a lot to do with uh, the Gorillaz, huh? Damon Albarn? Well, oh, oh, Damon Albarn, obviously, yeah. He's the, but is Dan the Automator? He's the producer on the first uh, Gorillaz album. <sighs> okay, that makes sense. And that's why <laughs> Dell's there. Yeah, and, yeah, Damon Albarn, he d- does some singing on this, right? That's the chorus, yeah, yeah, no one knows. yeah, yeah. And there's even like bits of like melodica in there, which they use a lot on that first Gorillaz album. Is melodica? If I'm not mistaken, that's what, what is that's the is that the the boy thing you blow in and it has a yeah, on it? it has like a little like keyboard on it. It's yeah, okay. I, I think it's got like the internal bits of almost like what a like a harmonica. Okay, a little bit. They I saw that I saw the Good Life recently, mm-hmm. and they had a melodica in a case, and they used it, and I'm like, okay, that's what that is. Yeah, it shows up in a lot of, like, reggae and dub music. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I love the way they sound. Uh Uh-huh. Do you want one? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, show, it's shown up on uh, some Dr. Longmont tracks. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, but Tom on slipping. Uh, uh, this is when he starts talking about like lots of uh, lots of straight up um, um, sci-fi stuff again. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and it, he's talking about pin and pad and disintegrate and um. Abolish that if you graphically back in 380s by heat sensitive bullet shooting safety. Uh, sort of talking about <laughs> the sort of, sort of talking also about the the, the scary things about 3030, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the line, cool. uh, I remake my universe every time I make a verse. That's dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, alien life form mail and the pipe bomb. Deltoid lifelong I write songs. Okay. Um, <laughs> the track ends with Damon Albarn just kind of doing his thing. He's like humming and you know going crazy. I guess is how how he can the best he can. So with loving or with like Damon Albarn, mm-hmm. did you ever try to listen to Blur? Yeah, a few times. I don't like it as much as it's hard. It's gorillas. hard. Dude. It's hard to get into some of that. So like, you, you're like, give it time. You're like, I don't have the time. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I feel like there was a point. Um, where people were like, "Oh, Blur, yeah, like you just think they're Britpop, but actually there's something deeper there." So I went into it being like, "Oh, it's gonna be like Radiohead or something like that." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, it it is it is just Britpop." Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, uh, we have song another, two uh, is a really good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not. And it, apparently, know. it's a song to make fun of American music. Do you know that? Oh, sure. Yeah, and we ate it up. Yeah, we were all about it. <laughs> <laughs> The next track of the news is, is uh, the news a wholly owned subsidiary, subsidiary of Microsoft Inc. Mm-hmm. is another skit. Yeah, it's, and it's just a, a news report in a different language. Yep. I, right. I was like, yeah, so much I'll say about it. Right? I, it's probably just saying, you know, how Microsoft is controlling the world or something. <sighs> Fucking Bill Gates. Of course he would. <laughs> uh, and then we get to... Turbulence remix, which I've never heard of the original Turbulence. It's just the remix. I don't think there is. I think I think it's that that thing is part of it. Mm. Um, yeah. Which I was like, it's weird that there's a remix on here, but maybe it's just part of the title. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's probably my least favorite of the the song songs. I, yeah, I don't know how. It, I, I don't know what else to say about it because it's, it's more about just talking about like uh, what the what the government is doing with the. With the uh, corporations are doing to the, the peeps, mm-hmm. you know? just how bad life is. It has that line yeah. that's like Alien said it. It wasn't worth invading. They just lecture the youth about having respect and couth toward the U.S. and you guess that the rest is get imprisoned or incisions in Medulla, which uh, I guess they're, they're talking about brain surgery, which yeah, maybe they're would, lobotomizing people. Yeah, but lobotomy is different. Anyway, I'm not about. Yeah, they used to do bodies. They they take a needle, in or like they stick it in between your eye and they jam back there and they just scramble it. That's what they call a lobotomy. No, they they definitely go in there and pull out different parts. You're thinking of mummification. Pretty okay, if you say so. Because they got to be precise okay. about it. Because they take out parts that aren't functioning. I'm properly. talking. About, I'm talking. About, I'm talking about like I'm talking about like back in the twenties when they do lobotomy. Mm, mm-hmm. okay. But this is the thirty thirties. Oh yeah, and they're, they're gonna go in there and get it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I do like the line. We don't no president. We have a ruler. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and this you are being side by that clock or we'll shoot you. So, <laughs> which, uh, kind of, kind of talking about sort of curfew, which is kind of, uh, some people would say it was kind of like when we couldn't leave the house and we had COVID, which is not the same thing at all. Mm -mm. But, but, um, yeah. Neopunks with surgical pumps, stuff like that. Uh, but again, it's just kind of a song. It's there. It's there. And yeah, it's, it's not my favorite. It does have that part where it goes kind of free verse, where like there's not a lot of there's not much music happening, and Dell's just kind of going, and then <laughs> it all going. kicks back in. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk yeah. a little bit about the Fantastic Strands of Part Two? Yeah, it's another ad for the rap battle. It's and it's coming up soon. In yeah. fact, it's the next song after this. It's oh, a battle shit. song. The battle Which song. Which is, I love battle song. I do love battle it's song. It's so good. It, it's weird because it, it does, it gets, starts off kind of funky. And then it gets like really off kilter in a way that did kind of remind me of the, the Billy Woods, Kenny Seagal album. Yeah. Where I was like, wow, it's really like percussive and <laughs> crazy. Uh, he goes to three planets in this one. Mercury, Pluto, and I guess back to Earth, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the the battles are there. Uh, it's a cool like it's a, it's the most to me the most narrative track of this whole thing. Yeah, which maybe like if I had a larger criticism of the whole album, is it all feels like a lot of world building until you get here, and then it's like oh, here's the story <laughs> of the album in four minutes. Yeah, takes. in basically just like one track. Yeah, we have that we have the mammoth of the first track, and then they're gonna put they're gonna put this on here, a four minute song, which is long in the I guess in the span of long songs, but not the longest. Mm -mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so that part's kind of weird, but I mean it's a really cool cool track. Yeah. But because it's like they're rap battles, but then they're saying things that it's like they might actually be like real battles too. So you're getting. <laughs> A little bit of both, like hit him. Like, uh, I love this line right here. Four, huh. four firearms. I love this one right here. The number I come with heat and I trigger a massive explosion. The beat, they hit me with compressed air, left my chest bare. And I'm thinking like the 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 rhyme was so powerful that it ripped off his shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is cool. I mean, it's, it's like when you you know like you have hit with that that. In the '80s music video, the guy got hit with a riff and was just fucking blown back. Yeah, so exactly. This Pops one. his shirt open, blows his hair yeah. back. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I, there's lots of cool lines in this one, uh, and I, it's it's it is the climax of the record, like, mm -hmm. bar none. It's right there, and it's a fun song. It's a cool and, track. I really like yeah. it. Uh, and then you get to love story. Uh huh. Uh, which he won the rap battle, so he won a ton of money. Um, yeah, he's, he's gonna go home and smoke some weed. <laughs> yeah, he's basically just living it up. His winnings, he's getting high, getting prostitutes. Uh, there's a line that you got three booty cheeks. Uh, basically, like talking about like um, the th you know the three boobs in the total recall. Total recall, exactly. Love total recall. I'm guessing that's what it goes by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. Was they there were, a remake uh, or something? They did do a remake with uh, Colin Farrell. Um, it was apparently was it, was really bad. Three in the, 
With the three boobs in that one, too? No, they didn't even go to Mars in that one. They tried to make it closer mm-hmm. to the book, but even then it wasn't very faithful to the book. When I was, uh, there's a, there's a, uh, a Ren Stimpy cartoon, uh, the Ren type of cartoon. Mm-hmm. There's a part in it where, where, um, Stimpy gets thrice, thrice the hiney and mm-hmm. he has three butt cheeks. And it just made me think of that for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. But uh, I, so I live really close to, uh, Quentin Tarantino's personal movie theater and they were doing oh, yeah. a, uh, midnight showing of Total Recall recently, and I almost went. Why didn't you go? I think I was busy, or I just didn't uh, feel like it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I just don't do because I don't feel like it. There's also just oh. stuff constantly happening here. Like I need oh, to, yeah. I need to be a little choosier about what I do, or I will literally have no money. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, here we are. <laughs> um, uh, here we are at memory loss. Memory um, loss, which is. Which is the last real song on the record? Exactly, and, it, it's, and it's sort of this is probably if I would pick, probably the most, the most serious. I yeah, guess. I agree. I think um, this one has a really cool kind of musical progression where it's like the layers mm-hmm. and samples are kind of building and changing. Yeah, Dan, doing it up. This is another one that does kind of have a video gamey kind of sound to it, like the uh-huh. almost like a little medieval video game. Uh, like keyboard line that's happening in it, and and it's basically just saying like, don't repeat the past, right? Exactly. Like, like we have all these history and we shouldn't forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh, memory loss, right? Uh, but uh, he does hit it a little in the head when the verse says, "I'm on some real shit." So, so you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> like he's talking real, you know? Yeah, like, he's like, let's step about... away from the sci-fi for a second and yeah. realize that yeah. you know there's social commentary buried in here. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool song. Uh, he mentions God at some point, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, but yeah, it's 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 the song to sort of like like to it, it's part of the of the um it it's not out of place, you know? Right. But it it's it's the most serious song on the record, and it, even then, it has some dope ass lines in it, you know. Uh, it's got Sean Lennon. I think it's a good. It's, it's a, a good the, place the son to of like. John Lennon. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to kind of end the music part of the album, because uh, it does kind mm-hmm. of like drive home a lot of the uh, the points that were kind of obscured in the the fun sci-fi stuff. And that brings us to the Ass Man, <laughs> Six Forty Speaks. The Ass, <laughs> yeah, uh, which is just a repeat of the opening, uh, but it's in. You know, it's, like, more distorted and glitchy in kind of, like, you know, just being, like, hey, you know, they were defeated, but, like, you know, a little bit of stuff is still there kind of existing. So, you know, watch out. You know, the end, question mark. <laughs> and that was uh, Deltron 3030, Deltron 3030, and I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Yeah. it's So thanks for it. I was very stoked to... Keep uh, keep listening to it and taking notes on it. Which uh, I'm trying to stall here because I'm trying to find the I'm trying to find <laughs> our, Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, dude. I, I, there we go. There's I'm trying to, trying to go to Google Drive where our um, our, our topics are. It would have uh, been interesting. So 
originally when we drew this, like I was considering going like way far back, like doing like Grandmaster Flash or uh, oh shit, you know something go like original hip hop, and then it would have been interesting with like where it started versus like where it's at with your pick. Um, I didn't think about that until after we had uh-huh. already picked stuff. And then, uh, but uh, I'm, you know what time? You know what time it is? What time? It's time to pick a random our next topic. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta put the randomizer. I usually have this stuff to pull up out of the randomizer. <laughs> One second. Uh, okay. Um. Here we go. Okay, so uh, I have the hat out, and. Here we go. Oh, again, out of our element. Out of our element. Yeah, so just pick something kind of out there that we don't know much about. Hmm. It's going to be a tough one to pick, but I'll I'll yeah. do my best. All right, man. <laughs> That's, a, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, next, uh, next episode is out of our element. We'll pick a weird one. Uh... It's weird because for you, the weird stuff is your element. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you might go super normal. You might get Taylor Swift. I might. Oh man, <laughs> that's actually, that's actually not, that what, like popped into my head. Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, what else you got going on? Uh, me and a friend of mine do the music for this podcast. Uh, so if you want to check it out, we're on smell.bandcamp.com. Uh, look us up. What do you, Chris, got going on? I do this podcast. I also do a podcast called Movies Don't Suck and Sunday Do. It comes out every week. We talk about new movies. Uh, I don't know what's going to come out, but we did Barbie Heimer. We did a whole thing on that. Mm-hmm, uh, nice. And I've seen both and, of those. Uh, I have too. Like every <laughs> like millions of other people. Yeah. The good movie, but both really good movies. Both I, really good. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and I think you said you agree with me. Was enjoyed Barbie more, but Oppenheimer is a better made movie, right? Yeah, like objectively. Okay. It's what nice. the, what the Oscar <laughs> people will be looking at, I think. I, I would be really surprised if Barbie got nominated, but it should. Mm-hmm. But again, it's also a giant commercial <laughs> for Mattel. True. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Record Night. Bye. Thank you.